What is up, everybody, and welcome back into another episode of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Dalton Lane. What's up, brother? How you doing? You're going good, man. How about you? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there, man. And and today I just wanted to get you on here and let's talk a little Auburn Ole Miss basketball and and what ultimately propelled Auburn to the to the victory the other night and and what you saw and and maybe what Auburn could improve on a little bit. And then later in the show, we are going to move into the AP poll rankings that were released earlier today, and we're going to get both of our thoughts on that, and I think it's going to be a pretty damn good show, man. So uh, I'm going to kick it to you real quick and, and get your you know your, your first half and second half thoughts on this Auburn Ole Miss basketball game that happened over the weekend, and, and, uh, and then I'll give my thoughts on it. So uh, go ahead, man. All right. Well, you know, I thought uh... – but I say Ole Miss come out and they, uh, you know, played excellent, you know, in, in the first half. You know, it looked like they they went to, you know, a 2-3 zone and it kind of, you know, put Auburn on their heels. You know, it was kind of like, oh, man, Auburn ain't, you know, really seen something like this. Um, they, you know, had to get used to it. And Ole Miss played, a, you know, a great first half and um, probably about as good of a first half as you could have, you know, probably wanted you know, if you're old Mrs. Coach. And, um, <clears throat> but once, you know, I, I, I would have loved to have been a, you know, a fly on the wall when, uh, at that halftime speech, uh, you know, to hear, to hear Bruce and, um, uh, to hear Bruce Pearl. Cause I mean, it, it definitely looked like a completely different, um, uh, Auburn team. I mean, Ole Miss scored 44 points in the first half. And then in the second half, you know, Auburn settled down and Ole Miss only scored 27. And so, I mean, it was a completely different, completely different, you know, what looked like an Auburn, uh, an Auburn team, you know, in that second half, especially defensive-wise. I mean, offense, it was still there. I mean, they scored 38 in the first and 42 in the second. And yeah. But once they once they figured out, like, really that 2-3 zone, um, I really didn't, you know, really not much Ole Miss really could do. And um, especially, you know, I mean, the – Kessler, I mean, he's just – he's a beast. I mean, the dude – I mean, he's, you know, 20 points, 10 rebounds, seven blocks. I mean, the mm. dude's just – I mean, the dude's the dude's everywhere. I mean, he can he can really do it all. And, um, you know, I mean, and especially, you know, you got Wendell Green, and it's just – you know, he's a huge momentum, especially when he pulls, you know, from that – if he gives you a good oh. logo three – I mean, he. Oh, it, it feels like it changes the game, man. Oh yeah, for sure. That, I mean, that's the thing. You know, I was I was standing up in my living room, and <laughs> I think Auburn was down one, and we went on a little fast break, and he he pulls up, you know, probably mm-hmm. five six feet behind the three point line, and I'm like, oh man, like, you know, what a you know what a dumb shot, you know, like dudes, mm-hmm. you know, pretty contested shot, and um, I was like, man, you know, that's a dumb shot, and. You know, boom, it goes in and gives Auburn a two-point lead, and you're like, okay, well, you know, damn, maybe you know, maybe it wasn't a dumb shot. And uh, so it's just – and then you got, you know, just Jasper. I mean, he, he's arguably one of the best defensive players, you know, in the country. Oh, oh his, and, his, his on-ball defense <coughs> is just ridiculous, bro. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not even close. I, I think he is the I, – I'm going to say he is the best on-ball defender in college and, basketball. And I tell you what, the dude's starting to hit big shots down the stretch. Yeah, he is. And but, he doesn't get the credit 
that he deserves, man. He he's one of those back burner guys that that don't really get the credit. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but go ahead. I know you're good. And then I mean, you know, I think Katie Johnson he finished the first half with a hand one. You know, really brought a really brought a life right there to uh, you know to Auburn actually going into half. But yeah, I mean, it's just. It's. I mean, it was a definitely a, a better second half than it was a uh, a first half for Auburn, and uh, it uh it was really nice to see him really come back from uh you know face a little adversity right there and uh go into I I didn't expect Ole Miss to be a, like a hostile environment like that, but they uh they looked like they were ready for an upset, and um you know just just that second half it's like Auburn woke up and showed everybody why they're a you know at the time, a number four team in the country. And so that's – it was a it was a good win for Auburn. And uh, I must say, I, uh, I, I liked what I saw, you know, battling adversity. So, thought it yeah. was a, a great win. And see, uh, you know, my thoughts on the first half, man, is I felt like you were talking about that zone. And Auburn's had problems with it in years past. And I felt like Auburn come out and they were making shots, man. I mean, it's not like – you know, it's not like Auburn Auburn come out bad and, and and but they were all contested and they were it felt like they were all long jumpers mm-hmm. that were contested and Auburn really wasn't penetrating the zone. They were just side to side ball movement and it just felt like, you know, on the other end, Ole Miss, I mean anything they threw up, it was going in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were banking off the glass you know, threes and and just contested layups that were just falling and I mean it felt like everything was going their way and then what saved the game to me in my opinion was Katie Johnson right before the half Auburn went on a little run and Katie jumping in the passing lane getting the turnovers the am one and it gave Auburn a chance and I feel like right there you know there was a clip of Bruce in the locker room and they said hey you know, you gave yourself a chance to dig back in. And I remember you text me when it was 13. The lead was at 13 for Ole Miss, and you said, hey, we got to cut this to single digits before the half to have a chance. Oh, yeah. And bam, Katie Johnson uh, started started pressuring the basketball a little bit, picked them up at half court a couple times there, uh, jumped the passing lane, and got easy buckets to close out the half and, and then got the AM one and hit the free throw. And I'll be honest, man, Auburn's free throw shooting has been just absolutely magnificent. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the you know, going back to Tuscaloosa that night with Alan Flanagan, just the clutch free throws there. And then down the stretch in this game, and, man, I always say free throws can win or lose basketball games. And Auburn has stepped up at the free throw line. They're getting better every single game. But my thing with this game, man, is is every time Auburn needs a clutch shot, Wendell Green, Jabari Smith, and, hell, Walker Kessler, man, I mean, an absolute freak of nature in that paint. And he – I tell you what, the block shots, put them down on the stat sheet, but the amount of shots that he alters – Mm-hmm. at the rim and just the contested the, the just you know the baby hooks or whatever that he just contests yeah he doesn't even get a hand on him he just contests them 
and makes it that much more difficult. I mean, he's just a freak around the rim, and and uh, you got him and Wendell Green on that high pick and roll and the lob that, man, it's so hard to defend. And, and just another example right here of how Auburn can beat you in so many different ways. You saw Flanagan the other night. He drove to the rim, got a couple buckets. He's just another guy, man, that that is just absolutely in, insane off the dribble. He can pull up, shoot. I mean, there's just so many weapons and Jabari Smith hitting the threes. And, I mean, it's going to be really, really tough to beat Auburn. I know we're going to lose. I don't know when, yeah. but I know we're going to lose. We're not going to run the table in the SEC. It's too difficult of a conference. But, damn, man, they're good. And and I know we keep saying it, we keep saying it, but I, I just feel like they're a Final Four team. You know, I know crazy things happen in March with the upsets and, you know, all the 12s over 5s and 13s yeah. over 4s. And, but, man, they're just so deep. They're long. They're athletic. And like, like Jabari Smith the other night, man, how freaky of an NBA plays, play was this? When he was double teamed, and he was over in the left post, and he faced up. He was double teamed. They collapsed on him, and he ripped through the double team and went up with the left hand off the glass for an easy bucket. I said, oh, yeah. that's an NBA move. That is an NBA move from a dude who was playing high school basketball last year. And that's what it's going to take in March, man. you got to have the best player, you know, one of the best players in the country. And, and some luck to go your way and the depth that Auburn has. And, and it's a recipe to make a long run, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, you know, closing that out, Auburn got an 80-71 victory at Ole Miss. They're 16-1, and 5-0 and in, in SEC play. And at the time, they were ranked number four. Well, yeah. a lot of the people, you know, what was it, Baylor and and then uh, who else fell? Uh uh, UCLA lost. Yeah, yeah, UCLA, Baylor, UCLA. Yeah. Baylor lost twice, man. And, yeah, Baylor lost back-to-back games. And then, back-to-back. you know, we're sitting there and, you know, we're sitting there and, and we're like, okay, well, if Auburn goes in here and they beat Ole Miss at Ole, at Ole Miss, we're, we're the number one team in the country. Like, there's no way. And there's no way they can not put us number one. And in the middle of the game, man, Joe Lenardi come out and had us as the number one overall seed in the tournament bracket. Yep. And uh, Doug Gottlieb, he got on Twitter and said, hey, Auburn's the number one team in the country. And today at 11 a.m. Central Time, the AP come out and release their top 25 and damn it, Gonzaga was number one and Auburn was number two. D-Lane, how do you feel with Auburn once again getting snubbed? And I feel like I feel like it's an every year thing, man. You go back to 2019 and we had to play the damn blue book the blue blood bracket in the NCAA tournament and mm-hmm. had to go through uh Kansas, North Carolina, uh Virginia, Kentucky. Everybody else, man, it's just always like they've got it out for Bruce Pearl. And to be honest, man, I'm sick of it. And and I want your thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I, you know, I, I I text you today, you know, when 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 I found out about it, and I said, man, I said, you know, I like it, 
but I don't like it. And the the re- I'm going to start off with why I do like it. The reason I do like it is, well, I mean, one, I feel bad for Georgia Wednesday. I, re- I really do. I feel bad for Georgia Wednesday. You got to come to the jungle. I think Auburn's going to play pissed off. I, I, I just – I feel bad for Georgia. Um, yeah. But I do – the reason I do like it is because we have a huge, huge basketball game Saturday at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Early game against Kentucky. It is at it is at Auburn, so a little bit, you know, feel a little bit better about that. But I do feel like Auburn's going to come out against Kentucky and at least show, you know, yeah, now I'm not going to say they're, you know, I'm not calling it a win, but I feel like they're going to come out and they're going to show people, hey, you know, you pissed us off. Like, it's time for us to, you know, dominate Kentucky and or have the chance to dominate Kentucky at home. Like, this is, you know, this is our game to prove, like, where why you messed up and make Gonzaga number one. But the reason I – now, the reason I don't like it is because it's one, yeah, Gonzaga, you know, yeah, they're a good team. Like, I mean, they're, they're going to be there. You know, they're probably going to be the Elite Eight, possibly the Final Four. You know, depends on what bracket they get. But my only argument with Gonzaga is who – like, yeah, they do schedule their – you know, they like they got – they schedule Texas, second game of the year. They schedule Duke. Um, they did schedule – you know, they're defending uh, – or they scheduled UCLA, who they beat in the Final Four. But it's like all these games are kind of early in the year. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. not like you – you got back-to-back, like, tough games, you know. I mean, it was like Auburn. I mean, you had to – you know, Auburn had a couple stretches, like, in their schedule where it's, it's just tough games. Like, you had St. Louis, then Murray State, then you turn up like LSU. So, it's like, you know, it, it's all – it's a tough stretch, you know. And then Gonzaga, I mean, okay, you play Texas at second game of the year. Mm. Okay, then you turn around and play Alcorn State. And Bella, Bella mine. I mean, like, I don't even know who those two teams. Well, I mean, I know Alcorn State, but <laughs> it's, I don't even know who they are. And and then it's like, okay, you got UCLA and Duke back to back. Well, UCLA dealing with the COVID thing, it's not like they can get really on a run because they might play a game, and then the next two or three might get canceled because of COVID. So it's like UCLA can't get in a roll. So it's like, okay, yeah, you beat them by twenty, and then you lose to Duke. Well, then after Duke, you got Tarleton State. So it's like, <laughs> who, who in the hell is Tarleton State? <laughs> I mean, let, let's and then you only you only beat them by nine. All right, at, at home you only beat them by nine at home. Okay, mm. and then then you play Alabama, who, well, honestly, they I, they, they couldn't handle Alabama. Yeah, they that's what I'm saying. Alabama. Alabama just roughed them up, man. Yeah. I mean, Alabama just whipped their ass all night long. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, I I text one of my Alabama buddies at the time and I said, man, I said, you know, tough luck for y'all. Y'all got to go. I think they played at a neutral site, but it was still in, you know, still in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty much at home, you know, so I text my buddy, like, man, y'all got to go to Gonzaga, you know. Uh, you know, Gonzaga's gonna beat y'all by 30, blah, blah, blah. And then, hell, I turned the game off because Alabama was up 16, 17 at the time. Mm. So it's like, and then, you know, Auburn went to Alabama, beat them. I mean, I don't know really what, you know, kind of argument they need. But then it's like, <laughs> but then it's like, then after, you know, Alabama comes pretty much to your home, dominates you all night. And then you turn around and play Merrimack. 
Mer- <laughs> you play you play you play Merrimack. I mean, I've never even I've, I've never heard of Tarleton State. I've never heard of Merrimack. Okay, and then after Merrimack, okay, you got Texas uh, Texas Tech. All right, I get it. They beat they did beat Baylor at Baylor, but mm-hmm. like we said, you're always going to have a game where you where you fall. You're always going to have a tough game, and you're going to have to come over you know adversity. Well, then, all right, let me tell you their last – after Texas Tech, you got Northern Arizona. I mean, come on. All right, see, Northern Arizona, Northern Alabama, Pepperdine, BYU, and Santa Clara. So, those – so, in your past four games, you've won every game by 30-plus. Right. Hey, and, and not, not trying to cut you off, yeah, but, but in, that, in that stretch, they were supposed to play San Diego and Loyola Marymount. Uh, yeah, but they got postponed for uh, COVID. Yeah, so I mean, like, so you, yeah, okay, your last, your last four games, okay, yeah, you've won by thirty points, but you're playing North Alabama. I mean, you're playing Pepperdine, you're playing Santa Clara, and then, I mean, there's no really, there's no test. Like, so I don't, I, I don't know what. I don't know what these these voters are looking at, especially the guy that ranked Auburn at night. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what. Yeah, tell me, tell me that you don't watch college basketball without yeah, telling you don't watch college I, basketball. I don't. I yeah, that's the thing. I don't understand what what he's watching. What you know? I don't. I just don't even. I don't really. In truth, I don't even understand how he has a job. I mean, that's that <laughs> blows my mind that he ranked Auburn at night, like. I, I would like to sit him. I would like to sit face to face with him and let him explain to me eight teams right now that are better than Auburn right now. That's a fact. I mean, there's there's no way that that he literally woke up this morning and said, "I'm gonna put Auburn at night." There's no way. And I mean, you know, here here's here's the whole thing with it. Is is Auburn has done everything that they have been asked to do, okay? Their one loss was, what, a double overtime loss to UConn, who is an exceptional. Yeah. And and Auburn was out without Alan Flanagan, all right? And Auburn took them to double overtimes. What, it was the third game of the season in the Bahamas? Fourth. Fourth game of the season? Fourth game of the season. In the Bahamas, and mm-hmm. we're without one of our best defenders and, and one of our best players. Uh, due to an Achilles, and, and we lose a double overtime game. Auburn has done everything they have been asked to do, man. And I just my my whole thing with it is, it comes down to one or two things. You either hate Bruce Pearl, or you don't want Auburn as a legitimate basketball powerhouse in this country. That 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 is. Mm-hmm. That is what it has come down to me is that you are scared that Auburn is potentially a blue blood now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it boils down to is is Auburn has made it to the Final Four in 2019, and then they come back in 2020, and damn it, they would have went to, to at least the Sweet 16, but it got canceled for the for the China flu, and and, you know, what they win 25, 26, 27 games in 2020. They took a step back in 2021. Uh, Sharif Cooper couldn't play half the year. They took the self-imposed ban. 
And I think Bruce pretty much knew that in 2021, it, it was a folded year, wasn't really nothing going on. Uh, we can't go to the, to the big dance, so let's just fold it up. But he comes back and he assembles this in 2021, 2022, and you're just going to slap him in the face right across right across the face. you just, hey, like LSU, they were undefeated. Auburn waxed them. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, Auburn was up 18 to 1 in that game at one point. All right. And then you got, they went on the road at Alabama where everybody's like, oh, here's where Auburn falls. This is where they fall right here, right here. All right. They go in there and they're up 13 with, with a couple minutes to play. They're up mm-hmm. 13. And, and I know Alabama brought it back and it was a close game, but Auburn come out of there with a W. And then, uh, the St. Louis game, like we were talking about earlier, Auburn's down double digits. What do they do? They come back, on-ball defense in the second half. They scratch their way back in it. They win a close one on the road at St. Louis. Some people say St. Louis is a tournament team. But one thing that's crazy to me, D-Lane, is you know, we talk about a, a lot about quad one and quad two wins. Well, quad one and quad two, Auburn's 10-1. and one. In quad mm-hmm. one and quad two wins. All right. Gonzaga's five and two. Yep. All right. It, and and I'm going back to what I said earlier is it's a brand thing. And Gonzaga has this brand right now that they are they're the college basketball team of America. And and that's how it's been the last couple of years. The runs that they've made, almost getting to the national championship, and then getting there and losing a couple times. And they're the new brand of college basketball. But I think they're scared of Bruce Pearl. They don't like Bruce Pearl because, mm. you know, oh, well, he cheats and all this. Look, I'm sick of hearing it. I'm sick of hearing it. Yeah, because all, all those other programs, they cheat too. All right? If you don't think Duke, Gonzaga, North Carolina, Kansas, and all those other blue blood teams, Virginia, guess what? They all cheat too. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm sick of hearing it. All right. And then for Auburn to just do everything that they've been asked to do and the teams that they have beaten, I, I just, I, you, you rank them ninth. You rank them ninth. Come on, Jesse. You don't deserve a job, bro. You don't deserve a job. They should strip your media credentials immediately. They should strip you from an AP voter immediately because there is no way you wake up every day, watch college basketball, and say Auburn is the ninth best team in the country. There is no freaking way. There's Mm -hmm. no way. Walker Kessler, Jabari Smith, Wendell Green Jr., Zeth Jasper. I could go on and on. Alan Flanagan, KD Johnson, Lior Berman, Chris Moore, uh, um, man, I, I could keep going. It's endless. Devin Cambridge, Cardwell came Cardwell. big against came big against Alabama. Devin Williams, I could keep going. Man, all those dudes would probably start at other programs. And you're gonna you're gonna wake up and tell me that Auburn's the ninth best team in the nation, and then you're gonna rank Alabama at number eighteen. <laughs> yeah, <that's>... Dude, what? <laughs> Strip him right now. Strip him of a vote because he's terrible. I I tell you what it is. Jesse Newell is salty because Auburn waxed Kansas's ass in 2019 in the NCAA tournament. 
Little old Auburn walked into the NCAA tournament and waxed your ass, Jesse. And that's what you're mad about. You're still salty about it. And and even though we're coming up on three years, you're still pissed off about it because Bruce Bruce sent you that he sent you to the highs. All right. Get a little Pat McAfee in here. All right. Okay. He sent you packing. All right. And he wasn't supposed to. And and he just trickled his way on down to the final four. And you're still over here sucking on your thumb over in the corner. Oh, Bruce Pearl, he knocked off North Carolina. Hey, Bruce, he you you sent North Carolina to the dumpster, cause of all right. You sent North Carolina. They had they had never recovered from that ass whooping. All right. If we're being honest, they ain't never recovered. Look at Kansas. What's Kansas done here lately? Not much. That's yeah, what Jesse, they... because Jesse's pissed off. Because Auburn waxed their ass. I think they went. Honest. I think they went out the sweet. Did, did they? They went out the sweet sixteen. I think last year. I don't know I when they went out because Bill Self ain't got it. Yeah, he ain't got it. He ain't got it. He's not the guy. Uh, and and Jesse, I hope you're listening to this. I hope you do listen to it um, because I don't think you should vote anymore. Anymore, I don't. I on anything. I don't think you should vote on anything. Period. I don't even think you should be a media member, honestly, uh, because that, that's just th- this is this is the worst thing that I've ever seen in college basketball. I mean, and 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 look, big props to Wendell Green Jr. He immediately took to Twitter and said, "Hey, I'd rather be number one in April." Look, we all agree, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I agree. I want I want to be in New Orleans so bad, man. I can feel it. I'm itching. I want to be in New Orleans so bad. But it's just the disrespect, man, that people have not – they haven't taken Auburn as a basketball program, as a legitimate basketball program. And and it's it's frustrating. It is frustrating that you're out here beating teams in the SEC who – hey, Jesse, by the way, it's the best basketball conference in the country. All right? Hate hate it for you, but it is. And – you're out here beating teams by double digits like an LSU and you put us ninth and you're a joke. You're a joke. And, and, and I hope you tune in. I hope you listen to it. I really <laughs> because uh, like, like you said, D I want him to sit down face to face and tell me why, why, yeah. how did you come up with this? How did you come up with this to put Auburn at, at number nine? And, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm 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 blown away, man. Like when I saw it, you know, I I, th- I was on Twitter and and J Boy, uh, he released he released the AP rankings and I, I my jaw dropped, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know I texted you and I said, dude, I said, what in the hell is going on? And then we started digging a little bit and we find this this clown. All right, you're a clown, you're a clown. All right, and. I, it's just, I don't know, man. I, what else do you think about it? I mean, do you have any other thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know, like like we both said, I, I wanna, I, I just, I wish I could get in contact with him. Like, I'll pay for his his breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You know, whenever he wants to go. Like, I just wanna, I just wanna sit down and have a conversation. You know, or you know, even I, we can talk over the phone. I don't care. But you tell. You sit down and explain to me how there's eight teams better than Auburn. There's not. Yeah, we, yeah, that, that's it. But I, I, I want to see where you came up with that there's eight 
teams better than Auburn. That's I, I don't I don't I don't get it. Especially, you know, I mean, I, I'm not mad, I'm not mad about the Gonzaga. You know, being ranked number one, like you know, yeah, I but think, I am I am mad. I'm pissed. Yeah. Pepperdine and Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, the, yeah, which you know, like like I text you, I like it, but I don't like it, and but. Uh, so yeah, okay, yeah, I, I am pissed, but I'm not pissed just because of that big game we got Saturday. And and, and I understand that, but yeah, man, in in my opinion, this meant the world for Auburn basketball. Everybody oh, yeah. was so hyped up, man. It meant the world. It it meant to me, man. You know, I, I'm I'm about to be 31 years old, and I haven't gotten to see Auburn be number one in basketball. You, you know, yep. same with you. Uh, I and and it just meant the world, and it felt. Like freaking hand put it in my chest and rip my heart out because this clown put us at number nine and they come out later and said he's the sole get the number one spot <laughs> more place both mm. you're playing player and why your ass got whacked for champions last year yeah play come on man. I'm, I'm I'm the the respect in basketball. I'm sick of it. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, that was that. That by, by the way, speaking of the you know the Gonzaga again, why? I mean, that was let's see. I'm I just turned twenty five, and that was probably the most boring national champion basketball national championship game I have I've ever witnessed. I mean, I, I can't think. <laughs> I mean, from the tip, Baylor just dominated. because they saw real defense. Yeah, they I mean, they saw was... real pressure when when they were getting picked up at half court. Oh yeah, and and they they didn't know what to do. They saw real legitimate pressure and the best defense in the country, and they had no answer because yeah, and I just uh, I'm just upset and I'm not happy. And I thought it was going to be a big, big day for Auburn, which, don't get me wrong, it was still a big day, man. I mean, we're number two in the country, and I'm extremely proud of, of what they've accomplished. And, and you know, like Wendell Green, he said, uh, you know, we want to be number one in April. And I just – I really wanted it, man, and I could taste that number one overall. And, and Bruce Pearl sitting on top of the college basketball world at number one and – just to piss everybody off, man. Pissing their cornflakes. All the Bruce Pearl haters, just you, – you can – just shove it, man. Just mm-hmm. shove it. And – because I'm sick of hearing it. And, and I got – his daughter was taking – getting shots on Twitter today from Tennessee fans. What are you <laughs> – what, what are we doing? Tennessee, let me tell you something, Tennessee. I want to – I want to throw this out there real quick is – First off, Bruce Pearl is your daddy, okay? He he has owned you ever since he come to Auburn, all right? He has owned you, has taken you out back to the woodshed, and he has waxed your ass, okay? And for your fans to come at his daughter, like, what are you doing? He he was the one of the best things to ever happen to Tennessee basketball. I'm not, not you know, of course, the late, great Pat Summit on the women's side, but Bruce Pearl was a Tennessee legend. And you're gonna come at his daughter in, in her in her mentions and 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 take shots at Bruce and 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 her and man, 
get a hold of yourself, man. That's that's clown. That's clown status. You know, I mean, everybody needs to take a step back from Bruce Pearl, and and you need to realize he's one of the greats. Oh yeah, he's one of the greats. He he's he's man, what he's done at Auburn, the recruiting and going into Atlanta and taking the best players out of the, out of the state of Georgia and and. Man, nationwide, just just putting Auburn as a brand in basketball, and it's it's unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. And you know now, well, we got Georgia Wednesday night. Hey, yeah, I yeah. Feel I bad mean, for Georgia. Them. T- hey, hey, Georgia. Look, uh, the best thing for you is is to hope that Auburn everybody gets COVID, and <laughs> uh, the bus. Uh, oh yeah, we play them at home. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They gotta uh, come to the jungle. So it's yeah, best no if maybe Georgia. Oh, if boy. maybe if maybe Georgia has a little COVID out. That'd be the best thing if Georgia yeah. has a little. Yeah, but. Georgia. Yeah, it's gonna be rough Wednesday night. Uh, Auburn might beat Georgia by forty. Okay? It's a solid chance. It's a solid chance uh, that Auburn beats Georgia by forty, and it's going to be rough and and I tell you hey you whooped our ass in football so guess what it's time for a little payback yes, right? yeah it's time for a little payback right and and it's coming and after this uh Jesse Newell uh, this Jesse Newell guy right yeah it, it's going to be a bad night for Georgia and and Katie Johnson might have himself a little career night a little payback all right so man i'm i'm super hyped up about the Kentucky game Saturday and and I, you know i say we get back on here and we do a little uh, preview to it. Hell, I might buy me a ticket, man. I might Ooh. buy me a ticket and ride up there. I know they're expensive, Ooh. but hell, you only <laughs> live once. And, <laughs> damn it, I want to go. And it's the biggest. Hey, to this date, for real, man. This is one of the biggest basketball games in Auburn history. And I just can't my I can't see myself sitting in my living room Saturday morning watching it. I need to be in that damn jungle getting rowdy. That's a fact. And. I, but, you know, I think we need to get on here, do a little preview to the Kentucky game and, and a little post game uh, to the Georgia game and, you know, just see where Auburn sits going into the weekend. And, man, I'm excited for Auburn basketball, but I had to get all that off my chest, you know. Oh, yeah, for and sure. I, man, I'm, I'm still pissed. I, I can still keep going and, and, and <laughs> rambling on, but – Oh man, hey, I appreciate you coming on today, D, and and I think it was a hell of a time, and and uh, you know we're gonna get there, man. We're gonna get a number one seed in the tournament, and wherever they go, I think you know it, hopefully they get to stay close to home, and and wherever they go, hell, I might take a month of vacation and go. There. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, you know. I, I bailed, you know, I I bailed on 2019. You know, because I, I looked at that tournament and I said, man, you know, I said, we got to play uh, North Carolina in the round of 32. And I, you know, I, I remember I, I text dad and I said, I want to buy tickets. I said, but I don't think Auburn can get it done. And then, you know, boom, they beat them by 20. And then same thing, I text him. I said, man, they got Kansas. I said, I just don't think they can get it done. You know, you know, same, same thing with Kentucky. You know, they get it done yeah. both times. And th- this year, if they make it, I'm not making that mistake again. I mean, I'm just – I'm not. You know, I'll be there, win or lose. Uh, wherever wherever Auburn is, I, I, I'm very 
highly, you know, I'll, I'll probably be there. I mean, it's, I'm not missing on that. I'm not missing out on it again. So, mm. it's, uh, I'm ready for it. Well, man, I, uh, I can't wait to have you back on here and, and let's do a recap and a, and a pregame to the Kentucky game, man. What you say? I about to say, I'm here for it, man. Just let me know. All right, man. We'll uh, appreciate you for coming on today, and, and we'll talk soon. Of course. Appreciate All right, it. Man.